2: of second amendment radio and the great outdoors thank you so much for joining us my name is tony colombo here with producer chad ellis and my partner bo matthews bo how are you doing
3: good how are you guys doing
2: can't complain can't complain another pretty uh pretty nice week weather wise we've kind of been on a nice roll here
3: unbelievable
2: Um, i gotta share some pictures maybe we can put them on the um maybe we can put them on the on the on the blog post this week for the uh, podcast. I got out and did some fishing p- this past weekend um and had a very very successful day. And very. had some very good pictures <laughs> from that from that outing. So nice. I was able to get out and enjoy this great weather. I hope you guys have been able to do the same at least a little bit as well because man, it is good for the soul to get outside get away from all the noise, get away from all the news, unplug a little bit, and just, like, enjoy yourself. It's
3: a necessity. Oh,
2: it's such a necessity. It's so important to do that because there's just so much madness happening right now, and it doesn't seem to be going anywhere, and we will, of course, delve into some of those issues (laughs) here in just a minute. Uh, We're on the clock now. First of all, Chad, let's talk about your new... Your new gift there. Was it last week that we had Gary on, right? Yes. It last, last week, week that we had, had Gary, Gary from, from the uh, yeah, and sanit- sanitizer and mask store. And, and I, I, brought my, I brought my little spray sanitizer <laughs> thing in, and Chad saw it and thought I was giving it to him. And I was like, <laughs> uh, no, this is mine. <laughs> so uh, Gary gave me that to give to you cool and said this is for chad because i know he wants nice. one so chad yes. now has the spray sanitizer deal you get the refill cartridge too so you're all set for a long time um these things are super cool the Mask
0: lanyard too yeah so when yeah I'm, when i'm fed up and am wearing the at intercom i don't have to just throw
2: it I can exactly just it. <laughs> you just put it around your neck he has the uh the breakaway mask lanyards which if you have kids that are going back to school right now um they're obviously required to wear masks especially the older kids have to wear masks i think all day and they're required to have a a lot of these school districts that are back in school require you to wear a lanyard with your mask so you don't lose it so you don't leave set it down somewhere whatever you know so you have to wear this lanyard and another we just keep piling on uh, rule after rule uh not only do you have to wear a you're, you have to wear a mask, you have to wear a lanyard, and you have to wear a breakaway lanyard because uh, I guess there's a if you were to fall and get the lanyard somehow caught on something as you're falling and it was a super strong <laughs> lanyard <laughs> that wouldn't break with the weight of your body, um, it has to have that breakaway thing. So they have them at the sanitizer and mask store, has um, a great selection of these breakaway lanyards. So if you are a wow. parent or a kid that is... Needing these for your school, you can go get them there. You can get these cool spray sanitizers. You can get that at-home antibody test. Super cool stuff. So, so uh,
3: are you saying that uh, the uh, hooking over the ear is not good enough anymore as far as the breakaway? You know, the Biden hook over the ear thing and let it hang down. Yeah,
2: right, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, no these uh, these will uh, these will uh, allow you to go back into your class if you are uh, if you're a kid or you're a parent that has kids going back to school. they got lots of cool stuff out there. And that website is kind of weird. Remember, it's sanitizerandmasks.store. The dot yeah. is store, not dot com. This is, this is
3: American ingenuity, store. isn't it? Yeah,
2: it's yeah. great stuff. Yeah, it's this great It's a great stuff. business to so, get into. Yeah, I had a great <laughs> discussion with Gary. He was one of the new sponsors of uh, the radio station. Had a great discussion with him on the show last week. And if you missed any of that, you can, of course, download the podcast he was a part of the podcast exclusive also last week. We put out two podcasts every week of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Show podcast goes out on Friday. Podcast exclusive goes out on Monday. Get it anywhere where you get podcasts, and especially the Radio.com app. It's my favorite place to get the podcast. So now let's get the show started as we do every week with our friend Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory. It's been a busy, crazy year for everyone here in the media and in the news, and it's been maybe even a crazier year for everyone in the firearms industry, firearms. like Aaron. Uh, so it's always great to talk with you, Aaron. How's it going? Good. How are you, Tony? Cannot complain, my friend. We were, so as I walked into the studio right before we went on the air, I caught um, a few minutes of a conversation that you and Bo were having, and I thought it was really interesting. We've talked all year long about the massive pressure on the firearms industry as far as gun sales, ammunition sales, everything through the roof like never before because for a variety of factors, 2020 has created this perfect storm. And when we see extremely high demand in, mo- in many areas, uh, you will also see prices rising. And I didn't even – I don't know why. That never occurred to me, and then I heard you guys sort of talking about that. Can you talk about the the effect that this that the, all the pressure on the firearms industry has had on on prices? Are guns and ammo more expensive right now because of the uh, the lack of availability? So
1: on on the wholesale side, the answer is is yes. Guns and ammunition have have gone up um, on, and and I mean everything has gone up on the wholesale side. And part of that is, you know, the importation uh, of ammunition and parts and then the the raw materials like, you know, like your leather holster company that buys leather from outside the U.S. is is having issues. Same thing with like, you know, if they make it out of Kydex, et cetera. Um, So, yeah, the the wholesale cost uh, has gone up. um, And that's because they're probably sourcing stuff out of the U.S. and then there's, you know, we're, the U.S. suppliers are not used to that uh, volume. And then you've got the primer shortage, which is, which is driving up ammunition. Um, so with all that being said, oh, and uh, I was talking to my one buddy that owns an ammunition uh, company. They, they manufacture ammunition. And he said that right now where he sources his primers for, they require a 100,000 primer uh, order. And I said, well, that isn't bad. You know, you can get so much, you know, small pistol, large pistol, magnum pistol, and kind of spread it out between everything. And he goes, no, that's just of one type. So if he goes, if I want to build any ammunition, he goes, I've got to get a hundred thousand rounds of small pistol primers, which is, you know, those are good for your, like your three eighties and your nines, but he's got to build a hundred thousand rounds. And, um, you know, and then he goes, now the next problem is sourcing, you know, enough powder and bullets. Uh, you know, projectiles, cases, et cetera, to build 100,000 rounds. So um, that's kind of where where it lies there, um, which was just really surprising. So he is getting primers through, you know, other sources, but, you know, his, his normal, one of his normal places he goes, they're 100,000 rounds, uh, which is a pallet, if anybody was curious. Um, so they want to load a pallet and ship a pallet. Um, then, then when you look at the firearms industry, uh, or just the firearm side of the industry, the, um, same thing is going on. They're having trouble sourcing, you know, the raw materials plus the demand is super high. So you've got manufacturers that know what their popular guns are. For example, we use Glock. Glock sells 10 Glock 19 Gen 4s. They've, they've since discontinued, but the, the 10 Glock 19s. For every one other model. So if they sell a Glock 20, which is a 10 millimeter, they'll sell 10 Glock 19s uh, for every one of those. Um, So put that in perspective. A lot of these companies are just saying, well, we're going to ramp up what the popular item is. And uh, that's what they're that's what they're doing. And that's leaving a shortage for the guy that wants to come in and get that 10 millimeter Glock we were talking about because he wants to go out and try alternative mean season uh, with the 10 mil and try to kill a deer. So there's, you know, it's it's shifting. And before, you know, when we had the Obama era, uh, and the, the industry was so large and could keep up with the demand, we never really had uh, shortages. When Trump came in, the industry shrunk a little bit. My buddy calls it a bubble. I don't call it a bubble when it was, you know, a 16 year run because it was under Bush was was a really good time too under because um, under uh, George because. He allowed the sunset ban, uh, the the sunset of the assault weapons ban to happen, which allowed for the innovations of the AR-15s and the AK-47s, and manufacturers their manufacturers to start producing high capacity magazines and and all this stuff, uh, which really kind of energized um, the industry. And then you know Obama came in, which just supercharged it, and uh, it was a really good run uh, up until Trump. And then the industry kind of retracted for the last few years. And they started shutting down, you know, production in certain areas or pulling back production in certain areas. You saw like your SIG Sauer, for example, streamline their guns. Okay. Right. They're they're not gonna produce fifteen different models of their two two six or their two two nine or their two thirty eight or their nine thirty eight anymore. They're gonna have four models of this, seven models of that, three models of this, and hey, we're just gonna cut out this gun completely. Uh, so, Aaron,
3: I got a question for you. As a gun owner and I'm looking to get ammo, uh, if, you know, our stores getting it and then it's gone like right away or how how can we find out from our local gun stores? Can we just call them or do we have to drive there or how, how does that work to let us know? OK, we just got a shipment in. We're good to go. I mean, if you're up on your Facebook page and I mean, do you update, uh, you know, your your customers that way?
1: So we have our Facebook page. Um, and then we also have our text message club. Um, and then, um,
3: Ooh, I need to get on that. Uh,
1: yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we'll send out a text saying, Hey, we got ammo in, um, you can call us. The problem is by the time you call us and then you get down there, uh, it may be gone. Well, we do hold boxes for customers if they tell us they're going to come. Then right. the other way to do it is, you know, to, to call us and say, Hey, when you get in any nine or three eighty, you know, would you let me know? And we're getting a ton of those calls. So we just put you on a list. And then, you know, we start at the list, the top of the list, say, hey, we got in nine. How many boxes do you want? Okay, I want three. You know, and then we kind of progress all the way down the list until we just run out of ammunition. So just because you didn't get it on this go-around doesn't mean, um, you know, we didn't have it. Like, for the other day, we got three eighty ACP in, and it was literally gone in five minutes.
3: What's Uh, your text code for your text club?
1: uh, That's a great question. I'll have to get it to you.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I stumped him, Tony. You did. That's that, <laughs> not uh, me. Uh,
1: but it is, when you come into the store, there is a sign hanging up on there um, that, that has the text club stuff. And uh, we've promoted it on other episodes.
2: Yeah, just uh, call the store and get it that way.
1: Yeah, you can call the store, 965-GUNS. That's nine six five four eight six seven, and just ask. And uh, that's that's one way to get it. Um, and then uh, probably, there's. I guarantee you, there's some images on Facebook. Uh, when we started that up years and years ago, um, for that club. And then the other cool thing about that text club is it, it gets you enrolled. And then every month we give away a gift certificate, uh, that you can come in and spend in store. So it's, it's kind of a good deal. And then I think on your birthday, you get a percentage off, uh,
3: nice. I love, I love that.
1: it's It's a good deal. I mean, it's just not for communicating, Hey, we got ammo in, or we got guns in, or Hey, classes are back. Um, but it, it's just a good good all-around way, all, good all around way for you to yeah. kind of keep in touch with us if you don't Facebook or social media.
2: Yeah, I, I always remind people about on the air and off the air about the Facebook page, Southern Armory on Facebook, a great way to keep up also with everything happening there at the store. Aaron, before we let you go, uh, remind folks exactly how, th- how they find you in person and online.
1: Uh, so you can come into the store. We'd love to meet you and talk with you about your needs. We're located one mile east at 270 and 44 at 9901 Watson Road and SouthernArmory.com.
2: SouthernArmory.com. That's SouthernArmory.com. Thank you, Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory and the owner of SouthernArmory.com. <laughs> we will talk to you same time uh, next week, Aaron. Thanks so much. Yep.
1: Thank you. Bye. You bet.
2: All right. We have got to take a quick break. We are going to talk to State Rep Nick Schroer in a few minutes. And when we get back, we are going to talk to Tim Shelsvik from Drury Outdoors. Hunting season is uh, upon us, and it's time to get back out in the woods. And we're going to talk to Tim about that. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors.
1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees.
0: Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. CTmobile.com.
2: Welcome back to a Second of a Radio in the Great Outdoors. Chad trying to get my attention as I'm busy sending pictures of my fish. To everyone in the studio and everyone on the line. Uh, by the way, Aaron Tarlow texted me at uh, right as we went off the air because he was looking for the uh, the text number because both stumped him. If you want to join uh, the Southern Armory text club, you can text Armory. Twenty-five Armory 25251660. And you can get on the Southern Armory text list. So they will send you uh, updates whenever they get uh, new stuff in and details about CCW classes and advanced pistol classes and all that stuff. They'll keep you updated right there through your phone. What's happening in Southern Armory? Again, that's Armory 25251660. He texted me, Bo, and said he was trying to find it before we went off the air. (laughs) But he just ran. He just ran out of time. So pretty funny stuff. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. I am Tony Colombo in studio with Chad Ellis and my partner Bo Matthews. And also joining us on the line is Bo. Potted up, by the way. Yes. No, he's not. No, he wasn't. I was going to say I'm talking <laughs> no, I, to Bo I, and I'm what, cracking what, what, jokes. Hold, hold on. And I'm just waiting for my Bo phone. to chime in. And I'm like, "Where's Bo?" <laughs>
3: I, I, your audience has been muted um i don't know why but 51560 five, is that what it was
2: it is armory 25 that's what you text to the number 51660
3: one. say that number one more time for everybody
2: sure for you mean you, you <laughs> mean Bell. you yeah. yeah just for me 51660
3: Got it. I'm sending it right now. Thank you. To I'm you in are. the club.
2: All right. And uh, in just a moment here, we're going to talk to our friend Tim Shelsvick from Drury Outdoors and the Thinking Woodsman podcast. As I mentioned, Hunting season back upon us, so whether you are getting out on the water like I had a chance to do earlier this week, or you're going to be out doing some hunting, if you are going to be enjoying the great outdoors, and anytime we are talking about the great outdoors here on Second Amendment Radio, it's
3: brought to you by... The fine folks at Razorback Armory. They're your full-service firearm shop that strives to be the area's premier destination for firearm enthusiasts. They welcome new faces every single day. Stop by and see them uh, a half-mile east of 270 on Manchester Road on the south side next to the tennis store. They're uh, right next to them. Online, you'll find them at RazorbackArmory.com. Tell them Bo sent you.
2: And now we'll bring Tim Shelzvick from Drury Outdoors into the conversation. Tim, great always to uh, talk with you. How's it going, my friend? Is it great, Tony? It is. I mean, it's okay. You're right. It's, it's still so, okay. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's better. It's slightly better than average. Serviceable
4: pedestrians. <laughs> I <got>
2: it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a six, six and a half. Hey, hey, just a heads up.
4: I'm stealing your co-host, Bo Matthews.
2: Oh yeah. Yep. Where is he? Where are you he's, guys going?
4: He's going to be the new co-host for the Thinking Woodsman Show.
3: Nice. What? What are we talking his, about? Uh,
4: he passed his uh, his his interview. Uh, Last week, and uh, (laughs) did a great job. So he's uh, he's about to submit his resignation letter any minute. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. We'll keep our eyes
2: open for that.
3: Contract is not even dried yet, Tim. Come on now. Uh, and by the way, so wait, a minute, that wait was, a
2: minute. If Bo leaves and go, and joins the Thinking Woodsman podcast, does that mean that you're available, Tim, to be the co-host of Second Amendment Radio? <laughs> We're just going to play
4: like a shell game here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, no, it was great being a guest on uh, the Thinking Woodsman podcast. Uh, We've talked yeah, for almost uh, an hour. That's really um, interesting.
2: That's really interesting. I've known Tim for five years, and I've been on the show once you've known him yeah, for five
3: weeks so
4: the cool thing about Bo is that his interview is interesting
3: <laughs> does Tim Chelsea have Fair any enough. idea Fair who enough. the red uh, the red hot chili peppers are because I don't I'm just saying it out loud but he does <laughs> know his country music and we enjoyed that conversation by the way how many of or how many listens do you have do you know
4: seven uh on that show we've hit a hundred
3: you dang right we have
4: <laughs> triple digits and mine's been, like, and mine's been in the funny. uh and
2: mine's been in the archive for five years and it's still sent at about four so <laughs>
3: <laughs> your mom's listened to it three times yeah. anyway and
2: then me yeah uh, it, it, the podcast at time
4: forgot but when the hunting season rolls around i always feel more energized to get it back up and running because there's a lot to talk about yeah and, uh so so yeah uh, i appreciate bo hopping on we talked about the demise of uh of modern country music and the hope for the future. And some of the old, uh, the, the good old stuff, the classics too. It's a lot of fun. Well,
2: two, yeah, two podcasts that you should check out regularly, especially now that uh, hunting season is back. And that is the thinking woodsman podcast and the 100% wild podcast that Tim is a part of there at Drury Outdoors. And of course you have the, uh, the DeerCast app, I would imagine that this is a, a a busy time at Drury Outdoors and for everything that you are involved in, Tim. So, just talk about where we're at as far as hunting season is concerned. Uh, what's going on and kind of what you are focused on right now?
4: Yeah. So, um, so for guys on the Missouri side, deer season has been open since uh, September 15th, archery season, and for the folks on the Illinois side, it's October 1st, and and everyone's kind of anxious to get out there in the trees. It's, it's been we've kind of had hit or miss weather, if you, and this is not a shameless plug for DeerCast, but if you have DeerCast, look at the 10-day forecast on there, and you will see uh, that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, so September 30th, October 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, the highs are going to be in the low to mid-60s, and the barometer is going to be high. There are a number of other factors, including the moon phase, where we're right around a full moon. All those factors, deer cast is pulling in. It's giving you a real uh, prediction on when deer are going to be up and moving. And it tells you the why. If you are a deer hunter <laughs> and you mm-hmm. can get time to be in the woods on the 30th, the first, second, third, um, you need to be there because yeah. the deer are going to be up and moving. It's the first real good cold front of the season and it's going to be killer. I think a lot of deer are going to be going down. And especially if you're chasing a target buck. And your neighbors chasing them too. You want to be out there. You want to have the jump on them. That's one of the things that DeerCast does. It gives you the edge over guys who yeah. are not hunting with it. And uh, boy, I tell you what, like I am, I'm going to be putting in some half days next week to, at the studio, and then hitting the stand right after work because it's going to be on.
2: So that DeerCast, I, I remember when you guys first rolled that out. Has it been two or three years now? Does that sound about uh, right.
4: We're, we're entering our third year. Right okay,
2: now. yeah. Um... And, I mean, obviously, the all the folks at Drury Outdoors have been gathering knowledge and information about deer hunting for decades. But now, with the Deercast, with a few years under your belt and learning that technology more and more and getting more data and more information into that app, I would imagine that it is better than ever as far as helping a hunter know when and where to be. You know, yeah. nothing. there's no guarantees, you know, just like anything, fishing, hunting, hunting. there's no guarantees, yep. but there are ways to get an advantage and yeah. the DeerCast app is probably the number one way to gain an advantage when you're out hunting. Is that accurate?
4: Yeah, we, we've tweaked the algorithm a little bit over the years, and we feel like it's it's like above 90% accurate. Now, every now and again, you'll get like a freak pop-up thunderstorm that'll come through and it'll drop the barometer in your area, put some cloud cover over you that maybe if it wasn't predicted, DeerCast won't be able to account for. So there's always you know it's a real world, but in general, it's it's dead on. And so that, that, like for me, I've got two kids, I got a family, I I work a lot of hours during the week. Um, so hunting is something that is, is important to me, but it's time away from other things that are important to me. So I want to be as efficient with that time as possible. And I, and I not only run deer cast, I hunt with it. I use it to schedule my time off, coordinate childcare at home when, when my wife's got something else going on, cause that time in the woods is hard to come by and it's precious. And so I don't want to waste it burning time in the stand on a low, uh, on a low probability day
3: you know this is kind of like the electronics for fishing is yeah. being used yeah. uh tim can you can you shed some light on how much data you guys have collected uh that you know gets you know min- put into this this you know this algorithm if you will uh to help hunters out there has it been like 20 years of information or is it just couple of weeks careful it's tim so bo's cool.
2: trying to create a competing app so don't give him
4: Numbers and like it's really a schematic for a pinball machine or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so mark and terry drury are the are the architects behind it with the help of a computer programmer but they combined have over 70 years of deer hunting experience so the things that they used to sit down together they'd look at the forecast, they'd look at the average highs and lows, they'd look at moon phase, uh, they'd look at barometric pressure readings and all these things, and they would correlate them with deer movement on their trail cams, their personal observations, pull all this stuff together and start to build out week by week as as the weeks went on what they thought deer were going to be doing. And so this deer cast was actually kind of an efficiency for them because it was it was an algorithm that pulled in all the things that they looked at all cuz it's not just barometer it's not just moon phase it's not just temperature or departure from the average temperature it's all these things and how they interrelate with one another and not only that but it's how they interrelate with the particular point in the season because deer act differently in september than they do in december right and there are other apps out there and they just kind of it's, it's like a blanket it's like a blanket prediction and also they'll give you a blanket they'll give you a prediction for a squirrel movement or a turkey movement these animals are completely different there are some there are some things that. That they that they all react to similarly, but on the whole, whitetail is a, whitetails are a totally different animal than pheasant. Mm-hmm. Some apps will give you a pheasant forecast. Like I just don't believe that you can do all that with one algorithm. So are so these 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 guys they they created this this algorithm that takes into account all the factors. There's over 13 factors. That influence deer movement, so we pull in your local forecast for whatever how many locations you want to choose from, and it'll give you a custom forecast for that spot. But then it's not enough to encounter and shoot, you know, put a good hit on your deer. You also have to recover your deer. So that's why we came up with DeerCast Track. You pull up the two-dimensional deer model in the app, pick on the body where you think your hit was, and then the engine behind that, behind the scenes goes through our hunt library of over 120 uh, uh, hunts that in a geo maps. So like maybe you hit on the right side of the deer wow. just behind the, the, the shoulder and it will find the hit that closest matches yours, show you a 3d deer model of the affected body systems and give you interviews with with expert trackers on what you hit, what the lethal- the lethality of that hit was. What you sh- what kind of plan you should put together for recovery and uh, and how much time you should wait. So because uh, there's no more second guessing. <laughs> that is than- incredible. It,
3: it really it, like, is. The
2: technology involved in that deer cast is incredible. Like if you're going out, if you're if you are at all serious about getting out there and hunting, you've got to e- 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 like uh, like Bo said. It's 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 if you're an avid fisherman and you're out on your bass boat. Having the electronics to at least tell you the water temperature and the depth of the water, like that, is getting to a point where it's almost <laughs> they silly have no if chance. You don't have it, yeah. Like you need <laughs> they have, have no it. chance. Like this is this should be just this should be part of uh, your arsenal when you go out. I did, Tim. Before we run out of time, I did want to ask you this. All of those variables, like you mentioned, there's so many the the temperature, the barometer, the moon phase. The wind. What, what is the most important? If somebody's, if somebody is trying to plan one day, and they're like you said, they're somebody that's you know doesn't have a lot of time to do this, and they're looking at the next couple of weekends. And I'm not saying like these weekends, but what are the if they can, if they have to pick, like I could go this Saturday or Sunday, or I could go next Saturday or Sunday. What should they look at in the forecast? What are the most important things to look for in the forecast to make to give yourself the best chance at having a good day?
4: Moon phase typically trumps all other factors. Wow. So in and around a full moon, it's hard to beat that. Uh, next is probably barometer. So the the weather, like you get a good, a good high pressure, something above 30.15, something like that and above. That's a good high pressure you're going to be moving. And then the next is probably departure from average on the low side. So if it's supposed to be you know, average, average temp of 70 degrees and you get a 55 degree day, they're going to love that. And they're they're going to be up
2: on their feet. Yeah. So really it's moon. And then and what is the right, what's level. the right moon phase? The, the, the fuller, the moon, the yep. better. Yep. Gotcha. Do
3: you, do you know how many people are listening right now going, I thought it was just kind of like chance that you know a deer would walk by me but no you guys are playing into all the science and uh that's pretty impressive that you guys i you know i got a lot of respect for phil robertson of duck dynasty fame that guy has years and years of handwritten logs of the weather conditions and the temperatures and the moon all that stuff and that's why i asked the question because it, it now you're aggregating it that was the word i was looking for earlier into this app that can help everybody now is the app cost money or is it free
4: there's there's a free version. There's a 9.99 a year version, and there's a 19.99 a year version.
3: Gotcha. So for 20 bucks
4: okay, nice. a year, yeah. you get the a 10 day forecast. You get DeerCast Track. You get DeerCast Custom, allows you to alter your forecast for all your locations. You get all of our DVDs and VHSs all the way back to 1989. So that's over 115 of those two hour plus hunt videos, plus all of our. Current YouTube stuff we put up on DeerCast also, uh, there's there's a ton of value there for twenty bucks, and if you're a deer hunter, you have accidentally spent twenty bucks before. No kidding. Just because it's not a cheap sport, and, uh, and we we can't. I mean, other apps out there are charging at least a hundred bucks for something like this, and. Uh, we're, were the real deal and and coming in at a pretty low price point, we
2: feel like. That's excellent. That is Tim Shelsvick from the Thinking Woodsman podcast and Drury Outdoors. Tim, before we let you go, tell people how they can hear that amazing podcast with you and Bo and keep up with everything <laughs> awesome. that you guys are doing there at Drury Outdoors.
4: <laughs> yeah, it, it really was a fun show. Uh, the Thinking Woodsman show on wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, and then Drury Outdoors 100% Wild podcast and just a tease – but we have a huge guest um, coming up. It's going that podcast is gonna launch uh, Sunday night. So uh, so so Sunday night, and then into next week. Check DeerCast or wherever you get your podcast. We'll have a really really big guest. I'm super excited about, but I can't can't divulge who it is just yet. And then DeerCast.com uh, or or just search your app store for DeerCast. Get DeerCast.
2: Before your neighbor does. Solid tease. Very solid <laughs> tease. He knows what he's doing. That is Tim Shelsvick. Uh, we'll have you back on again real soon as we go through the hunting season this year. Thanks for uh, your time today. Thank me. <laughs> All right. got to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to talk to State Rep Nick Schroer when we get back. Uh, There is some news to talk about, and we need to do that before we wrap up this week's edition of Second Amendment Radio and The Great Outdoors.
3: Don't go anywhere. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crownland Port, Chicago, Illinois.
2: Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio and The Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here with producer Chad Ellis and my partner Bo Matthews. Great conversation with Tim Shelsvik from Drury Outdoors. Just Awesome information about deer hunting and what to look for and just great stuff from Tim in that last segment. If you missed it or you need to hear it again, don't forget to download our podcast. Each and every week we release two podcasts. The show podcast comes out on Friday before the show even airs, so you can take Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors with you all weekend long. And then we put out our podcast exclusive, which is a little deeper conversation with uh, either just Bo and I or guests. And that goes out every week on Monday. Get our podcasts just about anywhere you get podcasts. But I always recommend the Radio.com app because, again, you can get that for free. You can uh, stream the station 24-7 no matter where you're at. You can rewind live radio with the Radio Rewind feature. And you can download the podcast of this and every other show on the station. And, again, all of it is free. So make sure you check that out and and uh, check out that conversation we just had with Tim. If you are going to be getting out in the woods hunting anytime soon – Uh, That is the information that you need to take with you. Uh, Joining us now on the line is Newsmaker Nick, State Rep Nick Schroer. We've only got a few minutes left here in this last segment. Oh, I need to say that this last segment, of course, is brought to you by Bluff City Outdoors. We're talking about my uh, big day on the lake earlier this week, and I have Bluff City to thank for that. A lot of my tackle box is filled with stuff that I got out at Bluff City Outdoors in Alton, Illinois, about a mile away. From Fast Eddie's, if you are going fishing, you need to stock up your tackle box. Go see the great people at Bluff City Outdoors and BluffCityOutdoors.com. So now, as I mentioned, Nick Shore joining us on the line to finish out the show with us and going to be a part of that podcast exclusive. So we'll have more time to talk then. But uh, Representative Shore, always great to talk with you. How's it going? It is
0: great. You know, sometimes the news that I make is good. Sometimes it's bad. And sometimes you're serious (laughs) by... uh, by a leftist rag known as the post disgrace, but well, all is well.
2: Yeah. This is uh this is gonna be a can't miss podcast exclusive. So make sure hopefully most of you download both of our podcasts each and every week. We have great numbers on our podcast. Downloads and that's amazing, and we are so thankful for that. But um, if you're not downloading that regularly, this is going to be a can't miss. We're going to dive into um, a, a controversy and stuff that you have seen maybe in the news, in the paper about uh, Representative Schroer, and we're going to get the uh, we're going to get the truth, and we're going to get the raw truth. Exactly, we're going to go through that. But uh, I wanted to, while we had a few minutes left here in the show, I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, you know, Second Amendment rights—the uh, the Second Amendment—is always a big topic as we close in on any type of election year. But obviously, presidential elections, uh, bigger than ever. What do we have to worry about here in the state of Missouri, and, and, and even in the state of Illinois? I mean, things are already bad over or, or over there. But um, uh, Missouri Democrats—what what kind of changes would really be made to Second Amendment rights here in the state of Missouri if the uh, Missouri Democrats were able to uh, have their way?
0: Well, you know, a lot would have to change uh, for, for Missouri to kind of change politically uh, with the Second Amendment. As <clears> of <throat> right now, Republicans have a veto-proof majority, a supermajority. Um, they would have to win uh, the governor's race, take over uh, the Senate possibly, which could happen in a couple years With uh, if clean Missouri sticks and redistricting occurs. Um, but we've already seen the bills that they've, they've been filing. They want to peel back constitutional carry. They want to peel back... Conceal carry, um, make it to where you basically have to have a license to own a gun, um, conflicting with our Second Amendment right. So a lot, a lot would have to change here in the state of Missouri. However, keep your eye on the Supreme Court. Um, you know, with the passing of Justice Ginsburg, and you know, may may she rest in peace, and may her family find peace. Um, but that is a big game changer because if if we get that one Supreme Court uh, justice, a uh, conservative, and if Trump wins reelection, he's possibly going to nominate two others aside mm-hmm. from who he's going to nominate in October or this weekend, rather, um, which could be finalized in October from what I'm hearing. But yeah. if, if Biden wins and um, he replaces two, possibly three, that could be a game changer as well, impacting our second amendment rights for, for the bad, I guess, for the worse. Mm-hmm. Um, but if uh, you know, if the, these conservative justices stay on, uh, we could see a strengthening nationwide nationwide impacting blue states like illinois california new york which could be for the better uh by by impacting our our second amendment rights and actually strengthening them across the
3: nation go ahead and 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 really the the question is do you really think that he won't be able to appoint that supreme court judge i mean we're hearing everything from both sides but what's the reality it seems like hey he's still the president he still has a job to do at least that's what his uh his press secretary has been saying and he's been saying he has the senate
2: and, that, and that's, he has the Senate. The two, I, that's I, the two things you can't really stop him if if you have both of those things, right? Right now, yeah.
0: yeah well, and at the end of the week, you know, we we saw a lot of the, this movement towards uh, the the softer Republicans who may have voted, you know, against uh, a pick who have stated, "Well, the Republicans said in the past we we should wait." Well, now we're seeing at the end of the week that some of these Republicans are jumping on board. When Corey Gardner from California, or not from California, from Colorado, and uh, Mitt Romney, others are saying, "Well, we're not going to block them. We're going to figure out the uh, who it is. We're going to see their qualifications and then vote accordingly." But we're not going to block it. Um, but yeah, I think I think ultimately, with all this conversation on how the the Republicans have flip-flopped, look at what the Democrats have said. The Republic the Democrats previously said you can't do it then they supported it now they're saying you can't do it again Um, you know this is all politics and what's Mm -hmm. best for the people of the United States it is putting that ninth Supreme Court justice there because I can guarantee you this no matter which way this election goes, it's gonna be challenged just like Bush v. Gore, and it's probably gonna head all the way up to the uh the Supreme
3: Court.
2: That yeah, is, we need
3: we nope. need nine. We need nine. We can't right. do it with just eight. It yep. could be split down the middle. It's terrible.
2: That's right. And that is uh newsmaker Nick, Representative Nick Stroer, who, as I mentioned, is going to stick around and be a part of this week's podcast exclusive. So make sure you download that podcast when it comes out on Monday day. Bo, before we wrap up the show, we were talking about our buddy Gary from the sanitizer and masks store earlier in the show. And he's a part of the Joshua Chamberlain Society. And there's a big event coming up on October 3rd. And you and I are going to be there.
3: Yeah, next Saturday, uh, there's going to be a lot of people going, and you can get signed up. They've got a great Facebook page, uh, jcs.org, I think is their website. But, uh, Tony, you and I are going to have a little challenge out there on Saturday afternoon, October 3rd. Uh, We haven't worked out the details, but I'm just anxious to go head-to-head with you on it. It's
2: going to be a whole lot of fun. The event is called Shoot for the Troops. You can find it on Facebook, and you can find it on the Chamberlain Society website. It's not too late to donate, and I think there's still a few... Uh, opportunities to actually sign up and participate in this event. It's going to be awesome, and Bo and I are going to be there, so we hope to see you out there as well. That is Shoot for the Troops, put on by the Joshua Chamberlain Society, and uh, you can look it up on the Chamberlain Society website and find it on Facebook and join us out there. It's going to be a blast. All right, we need to wrap up the show, but uh, we're going to dive right into the podcast exclusive. So, depending on when you're listening to this, that podcast exclusive will be available on monday so make sure you check that out on the radio.com app for our producer chad ellis and my partner Bo matthews i'm tony colombo thank you so much for listening to another edition of second amendment radio and the great outdoors see you boys